Support for How in the Hell Did I Get Here comes from The Coloring Book Coach. Did you know it's possible to heal your heart and more through coloring and the support of The Coloring Book Coach? Visit thecoloringbookcoach.com for your free coloring book. Hey there, it's Kim, and before we get started, I just wanted to send a huge shout out to everyone who attended last night's virtual happy hour with the Sistas. Thanks so much for coming by. It was so fun to be able to meet some of you for real. Well, virtually, but still, thank you. We had a great time. We love our fans, and it really was great to see and hear that you love us too. If you weren't able to party with us last night and you want to share the love, you can help us by sharing the show with just one friend. If everyone listening did that, the results could be huge for us, so thank you. We have a very special show for you today. This is a sneak peek from next month when our shows will be all about spooky encounters unexplained mysteries, scary ghost stories, communication from beyond the grave, haunted houses and other haunted places, psychic phenomenon, and more. If you love all that stuff as much as we do, make sure you're listening for the month of October. Today's story, which we're calling Hoodoo the Voodoo, is told by our sister Carrie and takes place in around 1986 or 87. We tell the story in three parts and it has all the elements of a good old-fashioned whodunit. Except in this case, what's done is voodoo. Stay with us. This is Kim A. Floden and you're listening to How in the Hell Did I Get Here? Quick note, as always, today's episode includes swear words. It's opening night at the brand new comedy gallery in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And as the floor manager, of course, Carrie has things well in hand until things get really crazy. This is back when I worked at a place in Minneapolis called the Comedy Gallery, which I'd worked at for quite a few years. And it was one of the hottest comedy clubs in the country, actually. It was a great place to work. Um, I started there as a waitress, but it was downtown. It had all the big names. Um, Jerry Seinfeld was there all the time, Roseanne Barr, Rich Jenny, Jeff Foxworthy, etc., etc., etc. We had to move the club from downtown to over by River Place, right on the Mississippi River. And the owner of the club, Scott Hansen, hooked up with some other people, and instead of just opening a comedy club, took over a three-story building Three levels, not three stories. Restaurant bar on the main floor, comedy gallery above that, down in the basement, a private bar, kind of wasn't really that private, but a a little cozy bar and a microbrewery. And then we had an outside patio also. So we had it all going on as an entertainment complex. Pretty big deal. I worked on it. I was the floor manager. So I worked on it for the six months it took us to get it open. And then we finally got ourselves to our opening night, which was one of the biggest events in town at that time. You know, lots of television and reporters and newspapers and the whole shebang is going to cover this. And I don't remember who our headliner was, although for some reason, I keep thinking it was the amazing Jonathan, who's a big Vegas guy now, but I'm not sure if I had that right. So crunch time, we're down to it. And like I said, I'm the floor manager, which means basically I have to cover all three levels 
and everything that's going on, plus supervise a staff of 30 wait people. So lots and lots and lots going on that night. And the comedy club, the comedy gallery, seated like 350 people. So, and then the dining room, I don't remember, 100 people maybe? I don't know. But it's the biggest shindig in town. So 500 people there maybe. We're going to do two shows, so by the end of the night we're going to have had 800 people minimum come through the place. We get going. Everything's cool. Everything's running beautifully, just the way it should. The dining room, everyone's enjoying their food. The kitchen is running like clockwork. We got the show started. Everybody got, we got them all seated upstairs. We've just started the show. Uh, the beer is flowing. The, the microbrew, our own special brew, la di da Aren't we fancy? One of the first microbrews in Minnesota. Uh, microbreweries, that is. And all of a sudden, I get informed that water is dripping into the kitchen from the ceiling. Water is uh, more than dripping. It's gushing through um, into the kitchen, which is like, holy fuck, because I figure out pretty quickly that the reason water is coming in is because the ladies' bathroom in the comedy gallery, which is shoved back down a hallway, has gone completely insane and is spewing water out of the toilet. So the bathroom, toilet water, all over the place, going into the kitchen, which is an immediate shutdown. You're done. Your kitchen's done. So we have to shut the kitchen down, shut the dining room down. You know, the guys in the kitchen are all freaking out because it's falling on them. And it's like, this is disgusting. How the hell did this happen? We inspected the plumbing. You know, I mean, it's, it's all, everything's fine. There's no reason for this to happen. It should have been able to handle the, our crowd without even blinking. You know, if, if a toilet could blink. The spewing toilet has Carrie hustling now to make sure nothing else gets out of control. But she may be too late. It should have been able to handle the, our crowd without even blinking. You know, if, if a toilet could blink. But then so it's like, okay, we're trying to deal with that disaster. We can't let anyone use any bathrooms. Hello, 400 people. I hope no one has to pee. How are you enjoying our microbrewed beer? Um, so, but the show must go on. This is showbiz, damn it. We keep the comedy rolling. To, I, I'm, I'm running from bathroom to bathroom to make sure that we're not having backflow problems anywhere else. I'm trying to keep people out of the bathrooms because if you flush a toilet, I don't know what's going to happen. I go down to the bathroom on the main floor, which is the other, it's in the other end of the building. And that bathroom is fine, except there are fish scales smeared all over everything. What in the hell? Fish scales, like roly-poly fish head. Fish scales, fish scales, roly-poly fish scales. Every, I mean, and I'm like, okay, this is too freaking weird. I can't explain this. I have no idea what this means. But so I, I snag somebody. I'm like, you got to get in there and start cleaning that up. I can't do it. I've got to keep, I'm on a bathroom tour here. Our bathrooms are exploding. Downstairs, I go to the micro pub or the microbrewery. And as I'm going down the stairs to get there, we had this beautiful custom-made huge oval mirror that said Private Reserve, because that was the name of the little pub downstairs, that was hung on the wall as you went down to the Private Reserve. And I look at it, and it's got broken eggs all over it. And not only that, but it is cracked in like three 
perfectly symmetrical and even pieces, you know, kind of like a peace sign. Yeah, but it doesn't sound peaceful. No, and it's like, okay, oh my God, who would do that? And how did you make it do that symmetrically and perfectly straight line with eggs? <laughs> you know, because it's got raw eggs smashed all over it, like shells and all, drying on it. Weird. What, what the fuckity fuck fuck? So now Carrie has another unsettling discovery. Just what the hell is going on in the comedy gallery? Find out after the break. Hey there, it's Kim. I'm just popping in to answer a quick question someone asked, which is what more they could do to help support the show beyond sharing, reviewing, and subscribing. Here's a quick list. One, buy us a cookie or two at coffee.com. That's coffee.com forward slash how in the hell. It's actually spelled ko-fi.com and then forward slash how in the hell. Two, we have fun merchandise. Shirts, mugs, bags, even socks. The link is at howinthehellpodcast.com. Three, are you a small business owner? You can advertise on the show. Email howinthehelldidigethere at gmail.com or call 323-488-3303. Thank you, and now back to the show. So I get down to the private reserve and everything seems to be normal down there. The beer is flowing. The microbrewery is functioning just fine. Nothing weird seems to be happening down there. So, all right, out the other door, up the back stairs where no one can see me. And now I'm like, how, how can there be, how can the bathroom have these slimy fish scales all over it? Who did that? When did they do that? How did they do that? And how did you do that to the mirror? The building is full of people. It's like, how is this being done? How is this all happening? So anyway, we try, we get things as calm, you know, as calm down as we can and, and as fixed as we can without really tell, you know, you can't say to your hundreds of customers, I'm sorry, folks, but we won't be serving any more dinner because the kitchen is full of septic matter and you can't use that bathroom because the toilets are exploding. We somehow managed to cover our asses and get it done and, and get the show over and then it must have been later in the night than I thought because it, this was the final show. We get the show over. So it's like an hour and a half of insanity. I mean, I'm literally racing around this building. Luckily, there's a lot of hidden stairways in there. So I could just be racing around without people seeing that I'm racing around in this panic. Time to clean up, you know, after the show, which is quite a, quite a thing to do. The whole wait staff that was working in the comedy gallery is now cleaning it up. You know, you're clearing the glasses away wiping the tables down and the the place had bleachers in it you remember you were there many times yeah i remember i never had to sit in the bleachers though because i had an and my sister worked there <laughs> that's right you were vip that's right you know? i was i was up in the front that that reminds me too yeah rob schneider was another one of the big names maybe he was there that night i don't know i hope so because I, was... I saw rob schneider perform there I know, I know. that's what i remember you guys seeing rob schneider and I was like laughing too hard. I'm serving drinks or, or doing whatever, and I'm laughing too hard to, to even talk to you guys. Carrie is relieved. She's made it through the night, and even though she has no idea just what the hell has caused the crazy events of that evening, she and her staff are following protocol and cleaning up for the night. It looks like the craziness might be over until what happens next. Anyway, so we're cleaning up, and the place had bleachers around the outsides of it, which went up six deep, maybe ten deep, I don't know. Um, one of the waitresses comes, all of a sudden she's back, way in the 
back bleacher where you know it's still dark back there because they were they were so far back from everything and um, all of a sudden she's screaming her head off yes as only a 20 year old girl can <laughs> and she comes flying down from there and she is hysterical and when we finally get her calmed down and finally go to look there is a severed chicken foot up there are you fucking kidding me? Come on. I am not kidding you. That's some, crazy. Some, a real, live, well, dead chicken foot. Holy yeah. shit. So now we're all getting kind of into a tizzy because what the hell is going on here? I mean, what the hell? Another one of the waitresses that worked there, her name was Joy. She was young. Sweetest thing. So pretty. I loved all the way. Uh, I just, we had such a good crew there. Everybody was good. Her name is Joy. And I don't remember if her father or her mother was Haitian, but one, one of her parents was Haitian. When she heard about the chicken foot and every, we, you know, everybody knew about everything, right? That was like, that was the final straw for her. She comes up to me and she's just shaking. And she goes, everything that happened tonight, she goes, this is all voodoo. Oh boy. I'm, I'm speechless. I'm like, huh? <laughs> you hear about voodoo, but you don't. And she goes, yeah. She goes, I know a thing or two about voodoo. She goes, and, and this is a voodoo curse. She goes, someone just put a voodoo curse on us. She's trying to calmly explain this to me because she was, she was one of those people who was always kind of calm and practical. She's no dummy. She's doing her damnedest, you know, to explain this to me calmly. But she was like, we just, we have to get out of here. There, there's a voodoo curse. She was all this stuff. This is a voodoo curse. The whole place has been cursed. And I'm like, well, we can't get out of here because we've got to take the recycling down. You know, I thought you were going to say, because all the doors have been locked from the outside. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. And she gave us a whole rundown on the whole thing, you know, that someone did this quite specifically, had it out for someone, you know, maybe for Scott, the owner or one of the other owners. But anyway, yeah, it was like, okay, we had to clean up all this stuff. The mirror had to go, but whatever the curse was, it apparently was meant for that night and it blew up our toilets. Oh, crazy. <laughs> Or, I mean, who do you think would have done the curse? We were astounded. You know, we tried to figure it out, tried to figure it out. I mean, who would hate Scott? You remember Scott, the guy who owned the place? He's a great big teddy bear. Honestly, we, we never could figure it out. And plus, of all things, it's like, okay, you got a vendetta against us? There's all kinds of ways you can get at us, but a freaking voodoo curse of some complexity, apparently. <laughs> Broken mirror in, a tri in triangle shapes. Chicken foot. Hello. How did someone do all this without anyone seeing them do it? Well, see, this is what used to happen before Yelp. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so people should just be happy. This is the shit that used to go down. To this day, I have no idea, but it was freaky. And especially when, when Joy comes and announces it's a voodoo curse. And you look at all this stuff and it's like, okay, what little bit I know of voodoo. Yep. Check. Fish scales. Check. Broken mirror. Check. Eggs. Uh, raw eggs. Check. Chicken foot check yeah but then it was over after that night right it appeared to be over weird that's all i have to say about that you've been listening to how in the hell did i get here which is written produced and hosted by kim a floden with editing help from carrie floden i'd like to say a special thank you to you our listener for all your love support and encouragement be sure to check out coffee.com forward slash how in the hell if you'd like to say thanks for the show by buying us a cookie or two. And if you want to hang out with us, come over to our Facebook group. We have a great time over there. 
This week's episode featured Carrie Floden and myself. Our sponsor is The Coloring Book Coach. Find your free coloring book at thecoloringbookcoach.com. All the music on this episode is created by Silent Partner, who we found on YouTube's Creator Library. Meet you back here next week for more How in the Hell Did I Get Here stories. Until then, pay attention, my friends. You just never know when you might find yourself saying, How in the hell did I get here? I mean, do you remember that yeah. time? That time, was it at the at Bridgman's where someone like blew up in the bathroom and one of the cooks had to go in there and clean it up and the underwear was in the sink? Wait a minute, blew up in the bathroom like Mr. Creosote from The Meaning of Life? Uh, yeah, I think, I don't know because I only heard the description of it, but from the description, yeah, we'll go with that. And I just remember, I can't remember the cook's name, but he came out, he went in with the French fry turner and a bag and he came out with the bag and he's like that french fry turner is going in a can like oh my god that was so gross but you know what i don't remember that specifically because and again if we have listeners who work in restaurants or who are restaurant lifers like me that happens pretty frequently in restroom bathrooms people have zero respect for restroom bathrooms and yeah the things you have to take care of in in um restroom bathrooms no restaurant bathrooms yeah i know what you were saying but oh my god yeah it's yeah it's too much yeah well that that was that happens all the time so that's like no biggie if if i just hmm. bathroom like covered from ceiling to floor in shit and someone's dirty underwear i would have just went up another day another dollar you know another day another pair of shitty underwear yep